0: is micro break a podcast for humans with the attention span of a goldfish where i share my thoughts wisdom and humor on a wide range of topics from yesterday to today all delivered unscripted and loosely edited in under 15 minutes an episode this is michael j mayone please subscribe and enjoy the ride Hello, hello, everybody. This is Michael J. Mayone. Back in the 90s, I was known as DJ Michael J. That's right. And my company was MJM Productions. I guess technically I'm talking in past tense. It still exists. I just don't do anything. I haven't produced music in many years. But that track that opened this episode, I wrote, I produced, I did the music... lyrics, and then I found an independent artist by the name of Paris Leslie to come in and perform that song. She actually sang that song, In My Closet. That's right, in the closet, uh, because it was the best sound room at the time. Pretty primitive equipment. I think I used some Sony Asset software. Some of you guys might remember that software. It was Originally Sound Foundry before Sony bought them out. And I recorded that, posted that to a SoundCloud. You can hear that entire track on SoundCloud in the show notes. I'll give you a link. There'll also be a few other tracks that I decided to post, a few other tracks that I've written, some sung by other artists that I had produced at the time. And then, of course, a song that I sang. <laughs> called i'm coming back here's a little taste of that one how about that that's a new jack swing sound for you isn't it so what is this episode about exactly well it's about me i want to talk about me this is my legacy this is the music that kind of got me into the business listen to that music huh Can you guys figure out how this music was produced? Let's hear some comments. Follow me at micro underscore break on Twitter and tell me how you think this music was produced at the foundation. That's me singing in like 2001, 19 years ago, 20 years ago. All right, enough of that. If you want to hear the rest of that, you're going to have to go and click on link and go to the track. Hey, good news. We're not going to get copyright infringements because they're my friggin' songs. I wrote them. So back in the nineties, I started producing music. I've been a musician and I was uh, probably playing my first guitar song, which was down in the valley. I think I mentioned that in an earlier podcast last year when I was nine years old. That was like 40 something years ago, folks. And then I had moved on to bigger and better things like three chord songs I was in bands growing up, a band called Secret Service, and then I started a DJ business to help pay the bills because a starving musician thing was not working out for me. So back in, I want to say, oh gosh, it was in the 90s. It had to be in the 90s. Could have even been in the 80s. I think I did it for 20 years or more, and I was a DJ professionally and went through a variety of different names, ended on MJM Productions, used that same name. I also opened a record label called MJM Records, and I was an ASCAP member, which I attended the ASCAP annual meetings in New York City, and was schmoozing with all kinds of folks, and meeting a lot of different independent artists, and some pretty big and some pretty small. I'm not going to drop names here. It's not about that. It really isn't. I was a humble musician. I was a humble producer. I was uh, paired up with a fella back in early 2000-ish. I think this was pre-9-11, the disaster that hit our uh, our city, New York City. And at that time, I was going to produce albums for this fella for up-and-coming artists as well as established artists. As I was doing my own thing on the side, working with different artists that nobody knows, like Paris Gordon, Kendra Rush, Sharice, Shay, a lot of different people that you guys won't know, because they, I don't know if they've done anything with their career since then. And then what had happened is uh, he sort of had a nervous breakdown, lost it, disappeared off the face of the earth, and instead of managing me, he wound up jumping into the management organization down in Florida that manages folks like the Backstreet Boys, yes, when they were really popular interesting, interesting information there. I was picking out my Hummer. I remember uh, him sending me the brochure and said, here, pick your vehicle. And we're talking the H1 here, folks, the big one. He says, you're going to be rich. He said, you're good. You're good. And, uh, And then all of a sudden, I wasn't. I even got the opportunity to talk to the bass player of White Snake, and was doing a remake of a song, When the Children Cry, was doing a remix of that. I have that somewhere. I also did a remake of The Twist by Chubby Checker, and I had spoke to one of his musicians as well. I don't remember if I talked to Chubby or not. I think I did actually talk to Chubby. I was producing a variety of different songs. I worked with a girl named, I mentioned uh, a few different people that I had worked with. Uh, one girl, was uh, her last name was Haley. Remember Bill Haley and the Comets? She was the uh, like the granddaughter of Bill Haley in the Comets. <laughs> but she said she wasn't feeling the beat. So music went on and on, and I didn't really make any money on it. It was a lot of fun. It was a blast. I was spending a lot of money on equipment. I was spending a lot of time, my free time, still working at the time. And then DJing as well. And DJing is what really brought the money in. And once in a while, I'd mix in my own songs. I thought that was kind of fun. I also produced some live recordings, not digitalized music, both loops and or sequencers and drum machines and things like that. I actually did a full album on a guitar. I used guitar. I did use a drum machine and I recorded an album, guitar, bass, drum machine, lead vocals backup vocals called forget about me somewhere in my archives i was going through hard drive after hard drive looking for it for you guys so you can hear it but i couldn't find it but when i do we will have an episode on it for sure micro break is all about episodes 15 minutes or less and i'm gonna try my best to stick to that and i thought that it would be kind of cool to let my fans know a little bit more about me the music side of things so when we come back we're going to talk a little bit more about my almost music career my almost making it famous and my almost number one hits right after this short break Yeah, this is DJ Michael J. on the mic, and you're listening to Take You Higher by MJM Productions. That's me. I produce a song. This is a hard-hitting house beat. Anyhow, enough of that. (laughs) Those were the days, my friends. Those were the days, my friends, I hope they never end. We'd sing and dance forever and a day. So back in the 90s and the early 2000s, I was producing music and I was DJing. And as the years went on, I decided to do a little bit more and more with bands. And then all of a sudden I stopped all of it just cold turkey. I don't remember the year. Maybe 2004. Just that was it. I started doing some karaoke backing tracks and started singing cover songs and doing little side things of doing stuff with my parents. Kind of mixed it into uh, some of the DJing as well, doing the karaoke parties and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, I just quit everything. Just got tired of music, period. And I let it go. And then in 2007, something miraculous happened in my life. And Now you guys are really going to know about me. I was saved. I was saved by Jesus. That is right. I am born again. And if you haven't figured that out in little pepperings of previous episodes, then you know now it's a fact. The man is a Christian, and I believe in the Bible, but I'm not a perfect Christian. Hey, all of my episodes are explicit. I don't, I mean, I'm not effing this and effing that and mother effing, and I never use the Lord's name in vain, and it's one of my rules, one of my rules, oh thumb. But, you know, I curse a little bit here, little shit, little crap, but you know what, we're, we're not perfect. There was only one perfect person that walked this earth for a very short time, and you know who I'm talking about, Mr. J.C. So with that being said, I started writing songs again. I started writing Christian songs, and I wrote entire albums. And in 2014, I released an album on Spotify. Yes, the same host that owns Anchor that is hosting this podcast program. And the album was called Highway of Grace, and it was by my band Three Way Stop, and that was the album. And it it sold a little bit. And we sold them mostly at shows. And that was going pretty good for a while. And we sold the songs uh, at shows and the albums at shows. It was an EP. Uh, Let's see if I could find the the track. Let's see. Oh yeah, car's starting up here. Now this was all recorded live, even the car. So this was in 2014 you can hear very different from the stuff I did back in the 90s and in the early 2000s. Uh, This was all about the lyrics. This was all about the message. And this is copywritten by me, Michael J. Mayone. Well, this world It can bring you down Erase the smile from your face But no, not me Here, my bags are packed, and I'm on my way. Cause I'm on. Yes, I'm, on. I'm on the highway of grace. Cause I'm on. Well, there you go. And that's the title track, Highway of Grace. And that was professionally produced by me. Uh, with much better equipment than I had in the early 90s. And then, of course, we had that mastered by Disc Makers in New York City. And you can listen to that anytime. I'll put a link. I I don't know. Can I put a link? Yeah, I guess I can put a link to the uh, Spotify version of it. So You can stream that for free. That's right. And you can shuffle it for free, free, free if you don't pay for Spotify. So there you have it. So then the music continued, and uh, we were performing live. And then... My bass player, Upton, moved. He just moved because, believe it or not, his wife was a pastor, a Presbyterian pastor, and they moved. And I was left with the drummer, who is awesome. His name is Bill. He's fantastic. He has a heart of gold. He's a super nice guy. And if he's listening to my podcast, he knows why. And basically, we were doing little duets and different things. And then life got really, really busy, as life does and work got more and more important. Responsibility took preference. That's what God wanted me to do, and that's what I'm doing now. But, but the good news is, is we've got Microbreak, the podcast for humans with the attention span of a goldfish. That was my little catchphrase. So, you know, you guys are awesome. You're awesome for following me, But it's even more, more awesome if you give me five stars, if you enjoyed the show. I didn't keep you too long, and I hope I entertained you as well. So please, please leave a review. Let's get the word out. Let's tell people about MicroBreak, because I have a lot to say. There's so much more, so much more. And as long as I can do this, as long as I keep the lights on for me here in my studio, we're going to keep producing this podcast. Thanks so much, everybody, for listening and taking that little memory lane journey of music with me. And we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening to another episode of Micro Break. Please subscribe before you go and follow me on Twitter at Micro underscore Break. I'll catch you on the next one.